All right, once again, you're listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. You're just tuned out of the Groove Theory Mix Show with DJ OG1, and you are tuning in to Night School with Bobby D., the finest in local funk, soul. We go back in time and bring it forward to the future. I'm so grateful to have this man in the studio who's sitting right here across from me, the one and only Mr. Randy Starr. Randy, welcome to the show, man. Good evening, Bobby. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you feeling? I feel wonderful. I'm blessed. Yeah, man. It's been a long time coming. Randy stepped into the studio a couple years ago and just uh, really laid out some history. Randy's been making tunes here in Portland for many, many moons. Uh, you might know him from a group called Slickophonic. You might know him from NJ and the Souls, Randy Starr and the Players, Sophisticated Funk Band, Flirt Band, Q. I mean, the list is just, uh, it, it covers many pages. So I, we're going to get into it tonight. Um, we're going to play some tunes from the Randy Starr catalog. We're going to play, uh, who knows wh where it's going to go, but we're going to start with one uh, that perhaps you could talk a little bit about, Randy. This is a tune that uh, you got going when, when you were just a, a youngster. Well, yeah. Um, when I started in the basement, my brother, my brother started me out on uh, on guitar. We had a couple of strings on it, and we broke like the other five or six strings. So I started playing bass, laying on my lap. So it got kind of uh, embarrassing that I had it on my lap and didn't have it upright. So I finally got out of playing it on my lap and put it upright. And I went over to this uh, jam session one time, a, a basement, and I heard a, a band. I met a gentleman by the name of Narvi James. That's right. And the rest was history. We started building amplifiers, putting outfits together, uh, just pushing the envelope on the entertainment side of the music. Uh, we loved playing music, but we wanted to be a show. There we you go. We wanted to be the show band in the town. And for folks out there who don't know, that's exactly what Randy's been doing for a number of years. Quick shout out to Narvi James. Narvi James. Love you, brother. This is a tune by... Uh, Narvi and Randy's group NJ and the Souls uh, a tune that they played back in the day this is the original uh, from Mr. Clean and the Cleansers it's called Karate you're listening to X-Ray FM stay tuned we'll have Randy back on mic in a moment Doing it in the northern states now. 
All right, once again, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D here on X-Ray FM. I have the one and only Randy Starr in studio. That sound familiar? Very familiar. <laughs> and, and it's been a pleasure um, uh, listening to that uh, karate and Mr. Clean and the Cleaners because several years later, um, we opened for Mr. Clean and the Cleaners in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. No way. Okay. Yes, sir. And Mr. Clean, that was a Seattle group. Yes. And I believe at one time, uh, Lester McFarlane was playing with them. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. Sir. So, so talk about that time back in uh, Albina back in the day. You are uh, popping out with Narvi doing NJ and the Souls. You guys are like 12, 13, 14. Is that right? Correct? Yeah, we were playing Seven of Diamonds, Gas Room, local teen clubs, teen clubs, and, and, and just listening to everybody. You yeah. Know, and just learning. But like I said, we stood out because we wanted to be a show, showman. Right. So that this involves, you know, the dress, the yes. moves, the way, yeah. you know, talk the about swag. That. Yeah, the swag, actually. You know, we learned it from from just watching our peers in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, it was tough times back in the 60s and 70s. And, uh, you know, we endured a lot. We saw a lot and we incorporated it. We made something out of uh, nothing. Yeah, actually. Right, you know, tailoring your own suits, you know, sure, making sure. your own speakers. That's you know? right. We were building our own uh, amplifier boxes and uh, d- taking so, uh, uh, little threads and sewing different things on our jean outfits and stuff, and just you know, trying to be entertainers. Yeah, man. Well, and and I I know that you guys uh, stepped out and you played in the parks, and yeah, you know, yeah. what was that like? Talk about that. We were one of some of the first bands that would play in Irvington Park. We would host uh, jam sessions and. And uh, we would do live performances in Irvington Park where people would just have fun. At that time, you could just drive your uh, car in the park, in Alberta Park, and sit up and listen to some good movie, uh, music. A lot of bands from Seattle would uh, venture to Portland also and perform. So it, it, it gave us a lot of competition. It, it made us uh, aware that, you know, we could be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, at, at a young age, sure. clearly. That's right. Well, and it's a, a time where, you know, the park is a commonplace. People can come out. People can see you in a way they wouldn't ordinarily be able to access you. Kids can see you, you know, the elderly, folks that wouldn't be, you know, hitting the clubs, right? That's right. Correct. And Narvi talks about, you know, you guys would just, you'd see a, an outlet, you'd plug into the restroom or wherever you could where and just and get play. it going. Get it going. Yeah. So shortly after NJ and the Souls, you, uh, you got a group going uh, called Slickophonics. Slickophonics. And, and everybody talks about this band, man. It, it, you got to know because so many folks come into the studio. We're listening to a lot of soul music, a lot of funk from the neighborhood. But Slickophonic is one of these groups that uh, just comes up time and time again. You had a, a killer horn section, mm-hmm. um, and the core of the group, you, Andre Billingsley, and Doug Lewis. Can you talk about uh, how did that all get started? This is like 1973, 74, yeah, something like that? 73. Now, um, uh, Doug Lewis, I, I met him in. Uh, at a first period reg class at Grand High School. And I noticed he was studying something, but I didn't know what the book was. And I walked over to him and it was sheet music and guitar chords. So he was learning that and I found out he was a guitar player. So we hooked up and we formed a band called Slickophonics. We performed at various clubs around town. We got really serious and really, we really started putting on a show at that time. And uh, there was a, a knock at the, there was a building that had another door next to the, the club. And while we would perform and we would stop on our breaks, someone would be knocking on the door playing a drum beat. We found out it was Andre. Oh, Andre Billingsley. It was Andre Billingsley. And then uh, our percussion player said, let's go hear that guy. He's a good drummer. So we went to hear him. 
it was history after that. Yeah, I'm he became sure. our drummer. He was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Went on to play with a group called Transport and a yes. number of other right. uh, groups at that time. Uh, you all also lived in a very historic house in Portland. If you were driving eastbound on the Ross Island Bridge and you you cross over on Powell there, you know, off to the uh, north side, I believe, is the Devil's Point. On the uh, south side is this beautiful old Victorian house. I think it's on, it may even be on the historic register. It's being sold for, you know, millions of dollars now. But this was the place where Slickophonic lived. Well, let, let me correct that. That's where we took a band picture. We oh. lived like four blocks away from that. Oh, actually. okay. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So, so that Victorian home was just a prop for, for, for our band picture. But we did live over in Southeast Point. Okay, that's good to know. Because I, I was going into that research and it was a boarding house yes. around that same time. So regardless of what the house was, the band was kicking and that's we have right. some recordings of that and we're going we're gonna to tune into it now. This, this features Milton Davis on vocals. Uh, this is a tune called Doing It. Uh, freshly transferred and ready for the the waves. You've been listening to Randy Starr here on Night School. Stay tuned. This is Slickophonic. Good. 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 
to get on the way. You know we can't be late.
And once again, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D here in studio with Randy Starr. What's happening? You've been hearing some cuts by Slickophonic. That last one was called Bubba. Yeah. And before that, you heard a tune called Doing It. Yeah, it's doing it in funky P.O., I used to call that. There you go. <laughs> Man, those are some tunes. And that tune, Bubba, I wrote that for my older brother that got me into the music game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's one that, you know, I've heard you pull out of the bag live with the players before <laughs> as recently as, you know, the past couple of years. Yeah. So that tune lives on. Right. I just love those arrangements. Thank you. Complex percussion. I mean, this is how, how many pieces were was Slickophonic at the time? I think Slickophonics was an eight piece. Eight piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Lewis, Ronnie Donnie Miller, mm-hmm. you had Milton Davis, mm-hmm. Kit Garut, mm-hmm. Jimmy Washington, mm-hmm. Andre Billingsley, mm-hmm. Tom Tucker. Tom Tucker. Yeah. Man. I don't know what else to say. Hey, man, thank you for having me. I <laughs> yeah, mean, this, that, that was some good trip. times. I remember hearing that tune they're doing in Funky P.O. Uh, DJ Roy J. Yeah, played right. that. And the first time I ever heard one of my songs on the radio. So oh, it was, man. It was great. Was that then. KQIV when uh, he was doing that? I believe it was KQIV. Yeah, yes. short-lived yeah. Ni- uh, 1970s yeah, era station. In the early, yeah. And, uh, man, talk about it. So you've been here in the area holding it down you've but, hey man, you, but you haven't just kept it to portland you've traveled no. far and wide i oh, mean yeah, I've done slickophonic stuff. left town groove tube did a, a whole lot of leave in town and flirt band yeah. force major even yeah. more than that you've played yeah. you did the red lion circuit for a number of years sure. you're up in canada talk about some of your travels and bringing uh, the portland sound elsewhere yeah well when we were on uh when i was with force force major out of seattle washington we toured canada from victoria all the way to montreal and that was when the time when Prince and the Minneapolis Revolution was happening. You yeah, know? yeah. So we were out on the road and we were just meeting all type of different people and we were giving them some of that uh, old school funk. I remember uh, when I was in Montreal one time, I was on stage and I was performing and I had mentioned how we used to have the jam sessions in Portland, Oregon. And by my surprise, one of my friends came up to the stage and said, Randy, is that you on stage? Wow. We're in Montreal, Canada. I mean, go figure. How about yeah, I no kidding. to see him there? The and Randy Starr Jam Session uh, yeah. lives on. There's some footage of that out there. I mean, if, yeah. for folks that are curious, I mean, I, I think there's even some YouTube. If you right. YouTube Randy Starr Jam Session, you get a taste of what that was like. Um, shout out to Rick Bradley, Hot Funk Cool exactly. Jazz for capturing exactly. uh, some of that and Rick footage. Rare. Rick Rare has some footage, too, on Bantu Island that you can find on YouTube also. Of All Randy right. Star and the of the players. players. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, and that probably would have been two, three years ago, something like that. About a year ago. Okay. Some stuff. A couple of years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, a lot there. There's another group you played in called Sophisticated Funk Band. Right. Can you talk about that? Now, that was like a lot of people yeah, doing was, a big thing. Yeah, it was the same, you know, show format. Yeah. Concept, you know, and we had some greats, you know, I had Vernon Johnson and Bob McClarty, Pam Williams. Uh, I've had, I had some great, great players, you know, back in that day. There's this epic photo, you know, you, you're one for the banners. This is one thing I notice about your shows. There's always a banner hanging in the back. That's so, cool. you know, when you walk in, you know what's going on on that stage, right? Right. right. So as far back as sophisticated funk, there's footage of, yeah. it says sophisticated funk, man, in the background, right? right. So you've got... I saw on that stage. I saw it looked like Andy Stokes. Andy Stokes. JW Friday is up yes, there. Sir. Is he? He was he like? He was MCing? one of the promoters. Yeah. Yeah. MC. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. On the stage, 
And I mean, if you just to take a step out, you know, that's that's a lot of heavy hitters in one place. Yeah. This is late 1970s, I believe. Yeah. Early Call myself 80s. the Pied Piper of the Funk because a lot of musicians <laughs> came out of my basement. There you go. You know, and, and we shared. It's, it's not just, you know, we shared the common goal of entertaining and uh, trying to do our best. Of course, man, and you're and you're still stepping out these days. Where can folks uh, see you playing? Uh, tomorrow night, I'm playing with a friends band called In the Mix. We'll be at Clyde's Primary. Starts at eight thirty, eight forty-five. Back on the scene. Yeah, and a friend of mine, a uh, uh, protege, his name is Damone Brown. He has a band called Naked Bones. I do some shows with them here and there also. And he has a song on the radio right now. So, so check him out, Naked Bones. Cool, man. And In the Mix, check them out. Awesome. But let's listen to some more Silicophonic. I think cool. you know people could definitely get a taste of that. This is this next tune. Um, man, it's you know it's a cover, but it's a really nice version of a Major Lance tune oh, yeah. uh, that, that I think folks need to hear. This is a song called "I Don't Want to Be Lonely Tonight." It uh, features Milton Davis on vocals. Uh, see how you feel about it. Great the, vocalist, yes. Yeah, hundred percent. You've been listening to Randy Starr here on X-ray FM or radio is yours. Right now we're gonna slow the pace down just a little bit funny. We're gonna dedicate this particular tune to all the beautiful ladies in the house tonight. We're gonna dedicate it to the pretty ladies sitting in the corner. Coming from Slickophonic to you.
All right, once again, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D here in studio with the one and only Mr. Randy Starr, listening to the music of Slick A Phonic. Thank you, Bobby. Man, that's a cut, too. Back that's into my cut. life again. That's a cut. Doug Lewis was on bass on that cut. Was he really? Yeah, and I played rhythm guitar on that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so we had, we had some great talent. Man, it's funny you mentioned that. As yeah. I was listening back to that, I was like, this is a little different. The, there's a lot going on musically there. Yes. And some of those like noodly bass lines are not the way a bassist would normally play. That's right. And some of those guitar chucking moves are not the way That's Doug right. Lewis plays. That's right. Wow. Uh, I ought to say you, quick shout out to Dave Fulton at the Pine Box Studio. He did the transfer. Oh, on, thank you. Thank on, you. On Dave. this reel. Um, this is it. fresh uh, off the machine. Wow. And uh, some of that nuance, that detail, you could really pick up in a, a right. nice transfer okay. like that. Very nice. Um, talk about Milton Davis. He's, he's the front man for this group. Yeah, I, I met Milton at the nightclub when we were performing. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was here from out of town. He was out of towner. He brought a lot of uh, positive uh, sound to the band, man. So we, we mesh good. He wrote the lyrics on uh, They're Doing It in, in, in P.O. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, lyricist. Yeah. So. Now he was he Alaska. Was that where he came from, or well, where he went to? Well, I, I think that's where he moved to Alaska after, after Portland. After Portland, yeah. And uh, apparently, still with us, still in, in yeah. Houston, Texas. As yeah, far as Houston I know. Now, yeah. 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 Looking forward to talking with him. Yeah, man. Reunions. Right. It man. could something something could be a brewing here. Yeah. Could be interesting. Um, well. I love Milton's music, and in the process of going through a lot of uh, old recordings, we found some more of it. Oh, good. good. And uh, good. Milton sang on a track with uh, the Recording Associates house band. So this oh, features cool. uh, Randy Monroe. Yes, yes. This features, I believe, uh, Dave Stassens and Paul Nelson. Cool. Uh, this next tune that we're about to play for you is a little-known anthem by a local basketball team. Somebody uh, might have heard about before the Portland Trailblazers. This was done in 1976 in advance of the Blazers potentially winning the championship this year. Uh, most folks didn't know what was going to happen. They won it, but the group had kind of broken up before that uh, came to pass, and this song never really made it out. This is a tune called Blazer Mania. See how you feel about it. You're listening to X-Ray FM with Randy Starr. Get it, get it, y'all. 
All right, once again, here in studio, I got the one and only Randy Starr with me. Hey, hey, still here. How we doing out there, Portland? We're about at the end of the hour. Uh, just listen back to some cuts. That Those last couple were uh, from Milton Davis, lead Sound singer good. of Slickophonic. Uh, those were some tunes. They were probably done a couple years after the group uh, yeah. got wrapped up there. But It's nice. I like that. Yeah, so a little little taste of, of what that sounded like. Um, man, Randy, so much to talk about. I feel like we need to talk about your suits. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel like people need to know where the inspiration comes from because every time I see you, you have a different suit on. Well, you dress to perform. You got to dress for success. Hundred percent. You got to dress for success. And when I see you play, man, it's it it shows like you embody that. And and I want to know, you know, where did that come from originally? You know, you sometimes you're. You're in situations where it doesn't matter if you come in wearing a suit or, or that's not important, but you do. Well, the thing is, is uh, stay ready to get ready. So I'm already ready. So <laughs> right. I don't know when my break will come. I don't know if it ever come, but uh, I'm going to be ready when it does. There you go. And I'm going to look the good. I'm going to look the part <laughs> and I'm going to feel good about it. I love the way you coordinate it, though. Thank you know, you there's brother. there's times where, you know, I see a shot of you with a car that's the same color as your suit. That's or right. or you're next to a Pac-Man machine. And you that's got right. the same color suit as it's, that it's video game of, machine, man. It's like a color TV, a black and white. What would you rather watch, color or black and white? <laughs> Sometimes black and white movies are good. Right. You know what I'm saying? The old school OGs. I love that. But you got to bring some color into life. It makes me feel happy and makes people feel happy. Yeah, man. Bring it to life. And yeah. I mean, I imagine there was a moment as a kid, you know, you're, you're, you're watching, you were talking earlier, right? Off mic, you were, you're saying, you know, you got into uh, watching the greats on TV. Oh, yeah. You know, you got yeah. inspired by a lot of different folks. Right. Um, talk about that. You know, what got you into playing music? What got you into dressing, performing, doing well, that thing? Man? Well, my brother got me into the music and into the dressing. I would sit with my dad and watch a lot of the um, talent shows and amateur hours. And everybody looked, you know, they were dressed to the nines. Yeah, yeah. And then when the Beatles came out, I mean, of course, everybody wanted to be a Beatle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And James Brown, I mean, he was dressed sharp, you know, so. Sly and the Family Stone. Right. These are all the bands that came out, you know. Stevie Wonder that I liked. And, and, and I thought part of the music was the show. I, right. I thought it was 60% of it. And I think that's that's what in, in some ways could be said is missing during this time. Uh, you know, this era, you know, music, uh, there was a time period where people dressed up to go out. Right. You know, there was a time period where people dressed up to perform. Right. And and this is an era where a lot of these groups that we're listening back to this hour, right. that's very important. That's right. It's true. I mean, I, I, I like the, the new trends that they have out, but it's for the young youngsters. Yeah, yeah. It's different, right. <laughs> I'm going to stay true to my roots. There you go. Yeah. Well, back to, I, I realize I've been going deep on Slickophonic this hour. I, I, okay. I, I want to go into, you know, the, the players. When, when we get to s some recordings, when, when you start busting out that new single you're talking about. That's right. When, when that happens, we got to go there. But there's a lot of material. Uh, you know, we listen to some Milton Davis. Right. I have on cue uh, here some recordings from Black Velvet. Oh yeah, they were and great. Uh, Ronnie Donnie Miller played in your group. They played horns yeah, they for Slickophonic saxophone and um, trombone for my for my group Slickophonics. And this this recording comes off of forty five that was recorded at Jefferson High School. Yeah, uh, that must have been just a couple of years before Slickophonic got going. 
And I imagine that m- the majority of the members of the band were in high school at the time that's this right. was recorded. One of my best friends, I believe, is on the lead vocals on this tune. Okay. Are you going to play a tune by Velvet? Yeah, Black Velvet. Okay. Now, um, we've got a couple, and I think I know the one you're well, talking about. Undercover, Undercover yeah, is that's the name of the tune. Edward Turner the Third, one of my best friends. He's a keyboardist. He goes by the name of E.T. He's a okay. wonderful player, and he had a beautiful voice back in the day. Now, the only I have to tell a quick story. The only reason I know about this record is, so for a number of years, I lived off Williams Avenue, and one of my neighbors was this this sweet old lady always was on her porch very friendly her name is joyce johnson and this happened to be the mother of vernon johnson who played in the group i never knew this we we got to know her over the years and one day i you know i'm walking by the house and it turns out that um you know there's a big garage sale estate sale and so my wife and i we got curious we kind of dug in and you know, there's a lot of things there, right? And, you know, I'm not even in a shopping mode. This is like 9 a.m. on a Sunday, right? Right. And uh, there, there's a lot of records in the mix. And, you know, I kind of dug deep. And lo and behold, here's this record that says Jefferson High School on it, Black Velvet. I thought, you know, this might be special. There was also a shock record in there. Great finds. Um, it was, you know, it was a moment of time for me. And, and I've since, you know, I, I still have never seen this record in the wild again. We're going to play it. We're going to play... Um, Mr. Turner on here as well. Yes, this is a, be great. a tune called Undercover. We are in studio with Randy Starr. Stay tuned. We got about 10 minutes to the hour. You're listening to Night School here on X-Ray FM, where radio is yours. Yeah. 
Once again, that nearly does it for us. All right. Man. I had a wonderful time. Randy Starr, in studio, you've been listening to Night School with Bobby D. Uh, once again, Randy, such an honor to have you in. Thank you so much for You're for more than it welcome, down. my friend. Yeah, at this time, you know, uh, I'm pumped for people to get out and be able to check you out. You got In the Mix tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at Clyde's Prime Room, 845. 845. Yeah. That's the spot to be. And if you haven't been out to Clyde's recently, you need to do it. It's festive. Yeah. It's the holidays. It's wonderful. This is the time to go check out Randy and In The Mix. You're also playing with Naked Bones. Yeah, we have some stuff scheduled for spring, so okay, keep it posted. 
Yeah, man. Any any shout outs? Yeah, I'd like to just make a shout out to uh, my musical family out there. If I touched anybody in my mu- in our in their musical career, I'd like to thank them because it was a it was wonderful working with you also. So if I touched you, you've definitely touched me. So to my musical family out in Portland and all over the world, thank you very much. Randy Starr signing off. That's right. You heard it from the man himself. And do stay tuned. Uh, a lot of this music you've been hearing throughout the hour, uh, we should make note of, is this is all unreleased Funky P.O. music. Yeah. Uh, the, about the only thing that came out on a vinyl record was that last thing by Black Velvet. Everything else is untouched. Uh, but that may change soon, you know? Right. The world may, may get a chance to hear it, you know? And, and it's certainly on the airwaves tonight. If you want to learn more, go to www.nightschool.us and keep it funky, Portland. Stay tuned for Liquid Beat here on X-Ray FM. Ray FM at KXRY Portland, KQAC.